It's been three months and many beers and a little bit of hockey and a lot of COVID. Not a bunch of hockey, though. Not as much as we'd like. You guys are going to have to pick that out of there and pass it back and forth because I know you don't want to get too close because we're... Brian doesn't need to say shit anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Rob, you're going to have to actually point this towards yourself. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right kitchen and coach we're back i know oh it's, God, been a, it's been so long it's I'm been so a long time excited. it's been uh, i think our last one was november 16th so i have no idea what but season actually, or this is on we're zoom on. right we're actually doing this on zoom yes we are socially distanced this is a uh, zoom podcast so if there's audio issues it's because brian's computer's fucked up yeah too much porn. fucking brian porn you would think the asian would have a good running computer but <laughs> but no so there's some legal battles with that right now though yeah we're having some zoom issues with brian so but he's here and uh (laughs) he's hesitant to talk so we just finished watching the uh the battle of alberta and oilers uh 2-1 win yep is that what it was i don't even remember was 2-1 yes 2-1 win 22 points second place in the north so the uh I don't know. It's been an interesting season so far, for sure. Well, you know what? We haven't done this in so long. I'm kind of nervous about what the fuck to talk about. Like, we haven't really said much about anything. You know what I want to talk about? Getting away from hockey for a little bit. Have you guys heard the fucking or seen the uh, the posts from the Karen that's pissed off about the way that Super Bowl trophy was treated? Oh, yeah. Did you see that? Because they chucked... Vince Lombardi's daughter. No, it daughter. wasn't even Vince Lombardi's daughter. Yeah, it it was. was the guy who designed the trophy. It wasn't Vince Lombardi's yeah, daughter. Yeah, the guy that designed the trophy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Rob, there's a fucking mic in front of you for a reason. Well, I like to talk about how you guys all look fucking ugly in the <laughs> Zoom color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the uh, Zoom cameras or the, the laptop cameras don't do us okay, justice. Okay, we're not on her. fucking Zoom. We're, we're in Rob's garage. <laughs> and coach, we don't give a fuck, okay? The coach got weighed on. Yeah. He's not looking very good. I'm worried about him. Yeah. What's going on, bud? Tell us about yourself. Did you say I fucking weighed on? Weighed on. I what? just did a cleanse and shit myself for fucking two weeks. How am I fucking weighed on? Maybe two more weeks, man. Two more weeks, <laughs> <laughs> two more weeks of cleanse. You'll be back to normal. What a cunt. But seriously, did you guys see this Karen shit about the trophy, the the uh, Lombardi trophy? Yeah, I see. I read. Somebody that. needs to kick her right in the box. Like, <laughs> there's no no way. I, I I didn't see it. Tell me about it. What happened? Oh, so Brady chucked the trophy from one that, boat that to I, another. That I've seen. Yeah. So the daughter of the metalsmith who created the trophy wants an apology from the NFL and from Tom Brady for mistreatment. Of the Lombardi Trophy. 
You're lucky it didn't end up in a fucking swimming pool like the Stanley Cup. Do they not know what the Stanley Cup has been through? That's what I said. Like, and they they actually went so far. Somebody went so far as to say that no other trophy in professional sports has ever been mistreated to that extent. (laughs) I'm like, I'm sure guys have pissed in the Stanley Cup. Like, oh, hold on, guys. I think there's worse than pissing in there. If you ask Bill Pritchard, keeper of the Stanley Cup, the stories that he has in his eyes. Oh, there's yeah. definitely been a lot worse. Oh, there's 100. percent There's been worse. Been, yeah. I think that was a big deal. I just thought he the the one bolt wanted the just the trophy and Brady chucked it to him. The guy's yeah. I hate him, but he's fucking great. She went so far as to say she hadn't slept in two nights. Yeah. Fuck her. She needs to get laid. Yeah. 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 But she's too busy crying over the trophy. She can't. She hey, can't. I, I want to get back to the coach's weight here. What's going on, coach? <laughs> You're not looking good, man. You're not looking good, man. What's going on? I'm worried about you're fucking you. kidding me, man. Seriously, you're going to make me go into an anorexic uh, is, shock here. Is it because hockey was canceled? What happened, man? You, you all right? Yeah, there, there's a lot. There's a lot. You really want me to get into these issues? There's a lot of issues. Well, you got, I'm worried about your weight, your hair color. <laughs> there's things going on right now. Well, fuck at least off. He's, just fuck hair, off at least he's, he's looking a little color. more gray than normal, isn't he? Oh, my God. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, back to the trophy, guys. Back to the trophy. Anyway. That was my rant. Didn't inter, inter, even introduce the fucking panel kitchen. Oh, okay. So that's right. We didn't. Fuck. It's been so long. I forgot the format here. And this podcast First sponsored all, by Hot rocking. Philly. There you go. <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ. It's like you haven't done this before. No, I know. It's been so long. Been a while. I wasn't prepared, so I didn't come with a uh, a written structure. For I wasn't prepared, podcast. but he had 19 fucking mics and uh, 18 yeah. computers in his fucking truck. But I wasn't prepared. Well, you know, with three, three you never know when... You know, there's a hockey game scheduled and a <laughs> podcast breaks out. <laughs> wow. Uncle G just arrives. So we're like, hey. Yeah. One minute left in the game. That was fucking awesome. We yeah. won. <laughs> Best game ever. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So we'll go around the table since uh, I, it, I was, it was pointed out that I haven't introduced everybody. We got BHB. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Colonel BHB. <laughs> We've got back nine. Yo, yo, yo. We got. <laughs> I almost said Uncle Coach. We got Uncle G. What's up, everybody? I'll and take, we got the coach. I'll take Uncle Coach. I don't uh, mind Uncle, Uncle Coach. Uncle Coach. And uh, G. Just G. And then we have Kitchen. And then there's me. Oh, yeah. Who forgot yeah. everything we've done in the past year and a half. Like but. we haven't done it before. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's like losing your virginity in 2021 with this broadcast. You'd think it'd be like riding a bike. Yeah. You know, you'd have You everything. ride bikes? Well, you'd think you'd be like somebody who rode a bike. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, that sounded good. Speaking of beers, where, where did my bag of beers go? Uh, lots of the fridge. 1077, guys. 1077. 1077. Sorry, we're at a little practice here. We, we were ripping along for a while there, and then, um, you know, COVID happened, and then rules happened, and then restrictions came into play. We still and... hung out, but we weren't allowed to do a podcast because we didn't want to get in trouble, but we don't give a fuck anymore. And it was. It was too hard to power all the gear outside in the parking lot at the rink. So we're not outside in the rink. Come, let's be real, guys. Come yeah, on. No, we've been hanging out for months. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody. Nobody's got COVID, but there's been seven. Ke- Never mind. <laughs> so uh, I want to go back to our last uh, when we got together and did our draft, which I'm sucking at hard, by the way. Who, who's in first place? <laughs> Who who is in first place? Is it is think, it the Colonel Colonel? I think Colonel. it's Colonel Colonel O'Brien. Remember they fucked up on the site. They had to cancel it. Oh right, yeah, we had to. 
back nine said we've got to cancel the. Bosch now. Don't worry about it. Third so, place is says the guy good. who's in fourth place. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's not in fifth place. Fuck. Anyway, on that night, we put together our uh, um, predictions for the North Division and who's going to finish in which place. And I think I still have them. So somebody say something while I grab those predictions because I want to go. I, over I, kinda, I do remember those predictions. I, it was a $20 bet to see if anybody, anybody who actually gets them all seven in a row actually gets 20 from everybody. And I, I don't think no one's winning that bet. I think three of us got the same picks, so I know we got Toronto first and Ottawa last, but the other four in between. Okay, so who did I say Montreal? I think our our picks for uh, first to seventh. So my picks were Vancouver, Winnipeg, Edmonton. Fuck, that sounds like your draft, <laughs> right? You're the last. Vancouver, Winnipeg, Edmonton, Calgary, then Toronto, Montreal, and Ottawa. So those are mine. Yeah, throw that in the fucking garbage. It's, that's not happening. Uh, the the next ones were, uh, we got Rob here. He picked Oilers, Leafs, Jets, Canadians, Vancouver, Calgary, and Ottawa. That's actually that, that that's actually got a chance. You're saying there's a chance. That's not bad. You're saying there's a chance. That's a, well, we'll see. I don't know about that one. We'll see. Well, that's better than Kitchens. That's oh, it's much better kitchens. than mine. Yeah. I think Montreal is going to probably at least be second or third, right? The first, so yeah. fucked up there. And then, no, man, at least they're, yeah, they are starting to fall, Montreal. But they got two good, really fucking goalies, like they, two they really good goalies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish we had one of them. I don't have one here for Uncle G. I've got uh, Coach. Oh, he's and out. HP. Yeah, mine's uh, whatever the stats are right now. <laughs> <laughs> so Coach had uh, Oilers finishing first, followed by Leafs, Canadians, Jets, Flames, Canucks, and That's Ottawa. Really Whoa. So gonna, I like that one. I you're say. you're uh, you're gonna do all right, I think. And then uh, I give him credit, but I gotta give him credit on that. <laughs> and then BHB had uh, Leafs finishing first with the Oilers, Flames, Vancouver, Winnipeg, you're Montreal, done. and oh, Ottawa. Flames. Yeah, you picked the Flames three. That's not good. Idea. And I don't know why. And it's funny how mine's just missing. Uh, must be hang the on closest one. Right I'm now. pretty positive yours is worse than Kitchens. Garrett, Garrett had Ottawa, Vancouver, <laughs> Calgary. Oh, look at this. He finds I have it. it. Let's see what I have. Because I can't recall. It wasn't with all the others, so it, it must have been special. worse than Joe's, so it don't Montreal, worry about it. Toronto, I think. It's uh, no, Toronto, followed by Vancouver. Edmonton, Wrong! Winnipeg, Calgary, Montreal, and Ottawa. Oh. You're done. Yeah. Out of here. Just burn it. Sorry, it was better, better off uh, being unread. <laughs> we could have stayed quiet about that. You one. know what? Though in the draft, I've been talking to the BHB in the last couple, couple three, four days with the draft, and Uncle G's been just tearing it up, man. He's he's he went from fourth to to third pretty quick, and he's only 12, 13 points behind me and twenty away from Brian. Yeah, don't worry about Slow it. Slow and steady, boys. Back Slow nine for steady. a reason, boys. But he also has about thirty man games more played than anybody else. So yeah, well. My third overall pick has less points than Chicago's goaltender. So, <laughs> I, I well, like I, Rob said, Kitch, it's it's your goalies. Our goalies, mine and yours, in particular, are fucking vote. Up. It's already been voted on. It's been done. Well, I, I the don't want the beer. I want to, a bottle. The thing is, we have you to ain't drink winning, them all Kitch. Night. <laughs> my, I know. My lawyer says, "Hold on, no." Yeah. Well, yeah, it doesn't really matter who wins. I'll bring a flat of beer over. 
on a Tuesday. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's 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 the bragging race that I'm worried about. Can we get uh, a I'm certificate. Still worried about twenty five bucks in the two four. <laughs> You get a belt. There's a belt. A belt? Oh. oh. There's a championship belt? Is that what you said? Brian, are you building a belt? You want to concede now? It's $23 and 23 beer. And you're <laughs> <up>. <laughs> nice. I'm going to think about it. <laughs> Who gets the other two beers and the other two bucks? I'll pay it if they're conceding. <laughs> if they're conceding. Anyone want to concede? I didn't fucking think so. No. For the sake of two bucks and two beer, no, I'll stay in it. Like I, like I said, like I said when we started this draft, I don't, I don't care if I win. I just don't want to be last. It is interesting because I've never been in really a fantasy draft that you're paying attention to. You just uh, throw ten bucks in and whatever. Right. But I'm now this one, one it's like, year. oh, I'm watching like every. Rob, is this the first bet you've ever every... laid down? <laughs> <laughs> no. Every year I'm yeah. in one. Every year I pay attention. And every year you lose. No, I don't. We went to uh, the World Cup, paid for from all my buddies out there, my brother. Thank you very much. <laughs> paid for my Jays tickets and the World Cup ticket. Boom. There you go, boys. So, okay, let me ask you this. Since we're talking about hockey like we always do, what, what do you what do you what do you think about the oil? What do you think like the first the first eight games compared to the last what what are they at? Like the first eight They're games compared to the last pace. ten. Yeah. First eight games were pretty were pretty Harold. Well, I they don't even know the word of shit, but yeah, no, I, you know they were mediocre. They were for like, sure. To me, it comes back to goaltending. Mediocre. Yeah. If they get good goaltending, they're good. But if they don't get goaltending, they'll be the same. Okay. So let me ask you this: Let's go on the horn. Let's say, um, what, what do you, what do you, what, do you, what what's the Oilers need? It's a goalie, right? Everybody thinks that. Goalie. Yeah. So so what what do you do? What do you you're you're Ken Holland, Rob? What what do you do? What do you trade? Who do you, who do you want it? What do you trade for it? And who's who's available? Well, well I, everyone's available. Just pretend everyone's available. Every every goalie in the league is available. No, who, do you, who do you want, and who would you give up for I, it? I agree with you, like you said before, Flurry. So I, I'm all about Flurry too, but we got to be able to afford him. So if it takes a first round draft pick and then to suck up two, like they got to take one goalie back, right? So they got to take a goalie back, and they got to work out the money, and we get a first. We'll, we'll give away a first round, and we'll make it work, and then we got a goalie. That's exactly what I do. So I, I would say you give away one of the goalies we got for Flurry, and then first round and right? a first round, and say take back a million or something, something to make the books work. If the books can work, well, so you got to go. Him. You got to go seven going back the other way or whatever he makes, right? Because the Oilers are up against the cap. Vegas is close to the cap, so you got to have yeah, so, the same so, amount of salary coming back. So you give away one goalie, and you can say, suck up $3 million. That's the first-round pick. That's what you're paying for a first-round pick, fair. $3 million. Yeah. So that's, that's what fair. I would do. I go. For but who the fuck is taking one of our goalies for the money they're being paid for, to get a goalie back? For a backup goalie, it, one of those guys for a, ba- a fucking pure backup is perfect, and you get a first-round pick. New I'd York any would day. probably take anybody. If you're, you're going to have a guy like Flurry on the bench. I don't want a backup. I want a fucking goalie. I want a goalie who's going to play fucking Vegas, 50 games. Vegas got a goalie. They don't, so let's get him. That's what, that's what I'm saying. So, so you, you can give away Smith or Kostinen with a first-round pick, and it's over. It's done. Even out the books. They get a first round pick. They basically get a first round pick for that three million. That's yeah, what they're I paying. think if you did Koskin in a first rounder and you're not eating salary for Koskin enough. You give up Koskin, they ain't eating no salary for him. 
No, but then you're even in the salary close enough where you can. They're just about to give away seven million to fucking what's his name, Marshall. Uh, Marshall. So there's money there. They can make the books work. You can get rid of fucking anyone else in that team. Put them, you know, put them on waivers and get them out out of there. Send them down to the farm team and never call them back up. Do what you got to do to get a fucking goalie. Okay, so let me ask you this: If they had Flurry from the start of the year, are, are they are they eight games winning better? Or are they six games winning better? Or where, where are they? Where are they in the standings? Are they beating Toronto? I think so. Well, they beat anybody. With Flurry and Ed, I say there are four games ahead. They still need an, another number one defenseman. <coughs> they do, like, but their sure. biggest problem right now is fucking goal. There's no question their biggest issue. I've seen goal two games there. this week yeah. or in the last two weeks. The fucking first shot went in. Yeah. So right off the hop, it's just let me go back to fucking a year ago, two years ago, where yeah. they had the most goals in with the first shot in net. There's 20 games, I think, that one year where the first shot went in net. You're fucking done, man. Your whole team gets down and out. You're pumped up to play a game. You get first shot in net. What do you do? You're down and out. Now you're fighting from behind again. Yeah. Who's the goalie in that net every time that first shot goes in? Smith Kostin. and Koskinen. No. Kostin. It's always Koskinen. Yeah. Every time always. it's Koskinen. I don't think you can ride Smith long term. Like he's he's a, he's a good backup. I'll give him that. But you can't ride him in the playoffs. You're not riding him in you're the not, playoffs. You're agree. He's, agree. Not gonna, he's not going to pull you through to a, to a Stanley Cup. I'll go back. Aaron always said it. And Flurry and I agree 100%. I think we all agree. Flurry's the guy. Now get him. There's no more fucking around. You get what you got, do what you got to do to get them, but you're not giving away nobody in their top six. Obviously, that's that's no brainer because we can't afford to lose any more offense. But at the end of the day, first round pick, 18th overall. What's you gonna do next year? Fuck all. An 18th overall pick might help you out four years down the road, but guess what? We don't have four years to waste with Connor, so we got to go now. End of story. And the only, I mean, we were talking about this the other day or uh, earlier today, but the only other guy for me that potentially available debatable is yeah. gibson right he's a top five or six guy that uh you're willing to give up something big to anaheim he's, right? he's at a decent salary and he's long-term signed yeah. that's one salary? of the other guys he's like i thought he's five and a half or six six and a half he's a, he's anaheim right yeah so yeah. He, yeah you know what that's not bad so you give up a first because they're rebuilding. So you don't really care about if they lose or win. They ain't you know? giving up their goalie, man. A guy, a team like that ain't giving up their goalie. That, that's their, that's their best player. They're, that's their best player on that team. Who, who else they got? They but got. They're, but they're on a rebuild. Yeah, but they're on a rebuild. But you want to rebuild starting with your goalie. Yeah, Look I mean, what Vegas did. They re, they they went into the uh, entry draft with the fucking flurry, and what they yeah. do made the finals with him. Yeah, but you're not gonna. If Anaheim gives up Gibson, they're fucking idiots. Yeah. How old is Gibson? Was he 26? Doesn't matter. He's fucking great. No, and I agree with Brian. I, I, I think, think he's older than that. I think Gibson would be probably better than Flurry just because his salary is less and he's a, he, he's younger. He's younger. That's what I like about But Flurry is established. These guys won two cups. These guys been in World Juniors. He's 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 been there. He's done it. Yeah, yeah I still go with Flurry just because like you said he's established and for me Flurry as Fuck, a, I I would take Darcy Kemper. Gibson's 27. So you're pretty fucking close. Seven years at six point four. Left? Yeah. Seven years at six. Holy fuck. Who's yeah, that? They're, they, they're, there's no way. You you'd have to you'd have to trade your first and like a Broberg or a or a Bouchard or something. I don't think so. This is why I don't think so. How old is he? Twenty seven, you said right? Twenty seven, yeah. He's twenty seven. So the, so they're gonna look at it and say, Okay, what's Gibson like in four years from now? He's thirty one, right? He's probably got a three-year window after that. So are they going to win the cup in the next three or four years? No. Definitely not. So they're like, we'll take a first, get rid of them. We got four years to find a goalie. 
But there's there's not many goalies out there, Rob, as you can attest to. There's not many young goalies out there besides like Bimington yeah, that, but- that that just come out and stand out and just win a cup, right? Like like Price, look at Price. Like he gets better with age. Like Hextall got better with age. Wah, better with age. They're all better when they get older. Hasek, you know, even Chris fucking Osgood. Like they they just they 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 mature, they get better. Yeah, but I think no matter what, you can convince a GM any day of the week if they don't have he only got such a window. I think you could get him for a first round pick and then you give up Costner. You're not going to give up Smith because Smith's too fucking old and nobody wants him. So you got to give up. I, I I don't mind Smith. I think he played fucking lights out tonight, man. He made some big saves tonight. I would take Smith yeah, over Koskinen in any day. Yeah, but you're going to yeah. take him in four years from now? No. No, you're not. Absolutely He's going to be not, dead yeah. in four years. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I'm talking Anaheim's not winning the cup in three or four years. <laughs> die from old age this year if he gets COVID. Koskinen's still not that old. He, he's still got potential. He, he, he can get, be all right. But in three or four years, who do you want? You don't want Smith. The thing about Koskin for me is like he was he was not even in a dance before Charlie signed him, right? Like he played in the KHL, he played in the Swedish League League. Like there's a reason why he played there till he's older too. He's got to be 32, Koskinen. Like I I like someone to Google that, please. But he's got to be older. Like, how do you not you can't just pull a goalie out of your ass and be hey, that's my number one goalie. Koskinen has to go the other way in that trade because you got to even out salary for one and they need another goalie to replace him. So he's going the other way. He's going the other way. Yeah, but why couldn't why couldn't they just buy out Koskinen and get flurry and, and eat the money? Like Koskinen's got two more years left. Big deal. Why am I stays in the cap? Half the money. Half the money. So he's making four and a half, so two million. Big deal. They, they got north of 20 million next year, guys. Koskinen's do we 32. Want waste, do we yeah. want to waste too much? For me, don't waste your money. Give away your first round draft pick because an 18 overall pick or 16, whatever the orders get, but he might even get higher than that. Hopefully, do all right. Pick them up. It's not worth it. Give them the first round pick, and that's how you sweeten the deal. And you got to get a first and second. I'll give a first and second or first and third. Fucking out. Do you you think Holland's even on the phone looking for a goalie, or do you think he's just, he's definitely looking for a goalie? 100% he is, man. He's not an idiot. He's been around. He's not a clown, but he's not going to do something stupid. That's one thing about Holland, like Lou. Those guys, they're old school. They don't rush into deals. They don't panic. They're not worried about their job. They're doing the research. They're, they're going to do their research. They're going to wait. He got time, and he knows he's got two years at least to get Connor on board. And two years from now, if the owners all of a sudden make a couple of trades and, and switch it up, and he convinced Connor, and Connor looks at the team and says, hey, we got a good team, he knows he's good. So he got a two-year window. So he's not panicking. He's not like we got to win the cup this year or win the cup next year. But he knows by the end of next year, he got to have a fucking team in place where he can convince Connor and Drysaitel to get on board and say, hey, look at our team. We're going to win a cup. And then he's all right. So he got a year and a half to get his shit together. So, okay, let me ask you this. If, if they would have signed Markstrom like they were planning to, they're they're 11 and 8 right now, Oilers. Right. So they, they have Markstrom from the start of the year. Are, are they 15 and, and 5 or are they – what are they? Are, are, is, it, is it that much of a difference? They're better. I, how much we, better? I, I how much? How, do you know? Like I don't know because I've seen. I we uh, I watch every game as everyone else in this table. Yeah, does. but think about it. if they win three more games, lose three games. There's a six game gap, right? So 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 they're six games off if they just win three more. So you got to look at that. So it's so debatable. It, it's debatable too because if you sign Markstrom, you can't sign two other guys. You can't sign Barry and you can't sign whoever they yeah. whoever else yeah, is D. for two million bucks too, right? If he's eating up six million. Hundred percent. But without Clefbaum, man, like, does anyone know what the cap? Like, how much money do we have to spend? Like, is there? Clefbaum's five and a half. Yeah, but that's five and a half to the good. 
but he's on right. But I'm he's saying like he's on he's on LTIR, right? So he, we have five and a half extra because of him. So like we're we're right at the cap, but we we're not really at the cap. So we could legitimately sign Flurry without without eating salary 100%, and, and be Vegas, okay with it. Vegas not giving an offer right now because what's name's hurt. Uh, Leonard's hurt right now, right? So he they're not. Yeah, because he's fucking me in my hockey pool. They're not going to budge right now on that. So you basically wait for him to come back. He does all right. And then, boom, that's your opportunity. Right? How do you feel as Flurry? Like, as you know, last year in the playoffs with his agent with the with the knife in the back and shit. Like, <laughs> how do you Thrones feel picture. as you're, you're, you're the number one goalie? You're the, you're the face of the franchise. And all of a sudden, they sign another dude. They sign another goalie. And then they play him more. Like, you, you got to be yeah, a little bit pissy was, about it, right? I was pissed off with that last year. I yeah, didn't like it, that it, at all. It works in our favor. It so for so as an Oilers fan, it's good because now you have a chance to get him. Other than that, you don't have a chance to get him. So to me, it's like for as an Oilers fan, I I honestly I I don't think he's gonna do nothing with the goalie until offseason. I think he's gonna roll with it. I think he's gonna wait until he he's gonna he's gonna Brian. He he had he he, had, he you'll get more for him though if you go to the trade deadline with Flurry and he's playing like this. Leonard comes back. Now he's getting all these shutouts. All of a sudden, yeah. But the trade deadline it, point goes way up. It's man. useless, Rob, because the trade deadline is is in in April, okay. And then if say if he gets traded to wherever Winnipeg, he still weeks. got two weeks to fucking quarantine. Okay, now. that's fine though. But but you go after few like the future, so you're gonna you can get fucking two first round draft picks instead of one now. So it's like okay, let's stock up. We can get two and a, and a second round. Maybe get three draft picks. Maybe you can get a guy who's already signed for two years, who's all right, going to play in your third line with two for the first and second. So all of a sudden, no matter what, his stock goes up. You're going to get more back, and he got term. So all of a sudden, you get you're going to get more back. So to me, it's a good thing as a GM. No matter what, if your goalie's playing fucking good and you're thinking about trading him, the better he plays, the stock goes up. The more you're going to get. You can't fucking lose, man. Well, yeah. See, the only thing about me with the goalies is uh, I don't know if you guys have been following the waiver wire, but every every guy who goes on waivers never gets signed. Every goalie who goes on waivers gets picked in a fucking minute. They're plucked. Well, goalies like just else. plucked. Yeah, Everyone but- gets plucked, and they don't even know. Like people are even like Edmonton lost Anton Forsberg to Nashville, mm-hmm. and yeah. then he didn't even fucking leave because he knew he wasn't going to Nashville. He came back, went to Winnipeg, and then Winnipeg signed a new goalie today too. Which comrade they got him back. They got yeah. him back because he left. Yeah. I, the waiver wire to me is absolutely ridiculous. I don't get it. Like James Neal on waivers, Chase on on waivers. They're on the waivers for a minute and then they're in the yeah, fucking lineup the next game, which is fucking stupid to me. Because for one reason, number one, they know they're not getting picked up and it's going to help their fucking bottom line. So they, well, they know that. For me, what's the point of putting them on waivers? To save money. So you get. But ready. you're not saving money. If you're in the fucking dance, like James Neal goes on waivers on Tuesday. We play a game on Wednesday. He's in the lineup. How How is that beneficial for you? Mm hmm. Well, I always thought it was just to to move guys to the taxi squad so that they could sort of salary cap. Bring yeah, like if they move if they move Neil to the I think taxi it, squad or put him on waivers for for the purpose of moving him to the taxi squad, doesn't that allow them to move somebody from the taxi squad up? Or am I misunderstanding? Oh, yeah, that? well, Devin Shore went on waivers yesterday, cleared waivers, and then he's not playing, but Neil's playing tonight. But he was on waivers on Monday. Okay, we're going to take a quick break just to uh, throw a shout into the sponsor, and we'll be back in uh, just a few minutes. We're worried about your weight and your gray hair. I love it. 
Oh, it, you just, you just, you're gonna make me go, go bulimic. It's okay. He just put his cigarette in the wrong way in his mouth. <laughs> Idiot. We're back. It's part two of uh, Kitch and the Coach featuring Uncle G, BHB, and Back Nine. Yeah, wow. Just beat that lead off there. That's good to be back, but I kind of feel rusty. I do. That's very rusty. Hey, uh, I just wanted to bring up the fact that uh, Connor McDavid had quite a milestone this past week. He was. He hit 69. No, he. 69. <laughs> do, you, do you think, okay, since you brought that up, do you think it would have been, it, it, it's not as a big as a milestone for him without no fans in the building celebrating that? I don't know. I think 500 points is 500 points for a guy on the ice. I don't think. But just imagine, like he did it at home, right? Yeah. Just, just imagine that that rink rocking. Like it would have been absolutely fucking. And there's now no one can say, "Oh, I was there," because no one was there. There I was think, a. I think one thing that's pretty cool. He Todd Crosby. They're exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. So Five hundred and three hundred and sixty-nine you know, games. He was yeah. the guy who ran the NHL for fifteen years or whatever it was, twelve years, and now. McDavid's the next guy, and he actually had the exact same points. Same day. It took him 500 games each, which was, I think, was Well, it was 369 games. 500 points. 500 points. Three, 369. You said 500 games. Oh, 500 points. <laughs> I'm worried about your, your mental state, actually, if you're, if you're worried about my hair. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm still worried about your gray hair and your weight, so let's worry about each other. Man. Let's not talk about the weight. The worry about the gray hair. Gray hair is cool. Fucking cool shit. <laughs> Hair would be cool, boys. Hair would be cool. <laughs> Hair in general would be nice. Yeah. The old skull that's a bit cold, minus 40, boys. <laughs> Fuck you all. Yeah, that's not Fuck bad. Fuck all yeah. Uncle G's got the Milwaukee battery powered toque out for. Uh, you got it. Keeps the forehead <laughs> cool and warm. Have you ever seen your hair? You, you got a little curl going on. I like it. Yeah, curls for the girls, boys. Girls, <laughs> girls for, the girls. for the girls. He's working on his hockey flow. Yeah. That's a COVID curl right there, boys. Enjoy it. <laughs> all right. All jokes aside, it is a pretty fucking cool milestone that he that he tied, even got the extra point like Crosby did, 501 points in 369. Yeah. But I just think it would have been cool to, you know, because I probably would have been there. It would have been cool to be there at that rink at that time and the crowd just going absolutely fucking nuts. 100%. I agree. Yeah. 100%. Calm down. It's 500 <laughs> points. To me, that's uh, that's not a big milestone. You're not going to remember when McDavid scored 500 points. You're going to remember when he gets the 1,000 or the 1,500. But he already hit it. 500 is nothing. I disagree. I disagree with that because I remember a lot of like McDavid, his first game back from the, his collarbone injury in Columbus. I still remember that game when he scored that fucking Butte goal. I still remember the game that he scored the between the legs goal against Dallas. I remember it because you're there. If you're not there, it's different. But if you're watching on TV, it's different. But if you're there and you remember it, it, it it's 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 a fucking it's a feat that you you can't compare it to. Like, can you imagine the people who were there for the Gretzky in fifteen thirty nine? They're still gonna they're still talking. That's about a real that. feat. 500 and 369 is not a memorable feat. There's been eight other people that have beaten that already. Hold on now, guys. We got the two gray hair guys going at it. <laughs> at Kitchen the Coach. <laughs> keep going, boys. Keep going. It's a good battle. That's not a feat. You don't think so? No. <clears throat> it's average. 
It's nothing uh, above average. So, so any average, like how many, how many, how many games did it take Louis DeBrus to score fucking five hundred points? Kyle Zero, Turris. because Kyle he still Turris doesn't have five hundred points. points. Yeah, in twenty years. Yes, <laughs> five hundred points is not memorable. You don't think so? No, not not five hundred. Not even. He was back like, of the. He's number seven the though in the that list, like, right? Like for that time, frame. he's tied for eight. He's tied, tied for, eight for eight with with Sidney Crosby. Well, just, just no slouch. That right? milestone that he he is in the top ten of all time for that time period. Hey, Garrett, is that a great here? Oh, lost man. of them, bud. I lost all the good one grays at the front. I kind of I, I, I gotta disagree with you, Brian, because I I think being there and watching that and and the crowd going crazy, you're gonna remember that for a while. I've said this before on the podcast. They're smart and they're smarter. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to remember 500 points. 500 points is nothing. But 500 points in 369 games to tie Sidney Crosby's impressive. It's tied for eighth. If you're happy with eighth, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's a feat. Yeah, but who's above them? You got Gretzky, Lemieux. Okay, Yager. so the fastest of 500 is uh, Gretzky 234. Lemieux, 287. Oh, memorable. Stastny, 322. Mike Bossy, 349. Lindros, 352. Curry, 356. Trottier, 362. And uh, Crosby and McDavid tied for eighth at 360. Okay, all the people above Crosby and uh, and McDavid have did it in fucking the 80s. As I said, it was the 80s. It was different back then. Oh, it's totally different time. Yeah, but, no but, question. Who's the next in the 80s, Brian? Go ahead, rebuttal that fucker. So, ninth place is Kent Nilsson. What I w- appreciate most about who Kent fucking do you Kent remember Nilsson. when he got 500 points? Didn't, I, well, I don't no. know because I wasn't there, but if I was there when McDavid scored 500 points, I'm gonna fucking remember it. That's all I'm saying. Fuck didn't, off. Didn't Ken Nilsson's son play for the Oilers? The Ro- Robert wasn't it Robert Nilsson or what was his name? Ken yeah, but what his son played for the Oilers well after. He left the league. It was Robert Nielsen, wasn't it? Ken Nielsen has how many points in how many games? 500 in uh, 372. In, in 1985. Doesn't say. Doesn't how, say. Well, how, many, how many did Ovechkin do? The, that's, I was just going to say that. The only thing that matters to me is McDavid got 500 points in 369, and it took Ovechkin 373 games to get okay, 500 see, points. See, for me, that list is kind of fucked up because there's three people on that list that are actually still playing. Right. And all those other guys played in the 80s when goalies were like phone books for pads. So it doesn't really count to me. Like if you're scoring 500 points in 300 games in the in the 2000 era, that's pretty impressive. OK, the goaltenders were phone books for pads, but those guys had to fight through a lot more checking, hooking, holding and, and interference than our guys do. Yeah, And the wooden sticks. But and the, yeah, but I always say, look, they're all great. So you, you try to separate. The old school from new school, like kind of like LeBron versus Jordan, like right. Does it fucking matter? They're both great, man. So yeah. they're b- two different eras. There's too many fucking variables. That you well, according to about. Brian, it's not that great. Anybody can score 500. <laughs> My points. point is, 500 points is not a milestone. It's not a milestone. It, it is, is for it is for a lot of guys, but David, when you do it in 369 fucking games, it is. It come, is. Come when on, you don't Brian. have a cup. That's your fucking milestone. A milestone is something. Great, five hundred. Po- How many people have had five hundred points? Not in only seven people had it better. Three. It is. It's not. I I totally see I what you're saying, Brian, and I I can see that angle for sure. But it's I I see what Coach is saying too. 
smarter and smarter. Nobody has done it. Well, only seven other people have done it in 369 games or fewer. So none of, them, none of them had done it in the modern era. None of them. No. Only Crosby has done it in the modern era. That's so not none. Huh? That's not none. It is none. That's <laughs> no, not none. It is none. None is nobody. <laughs> okay. Crosby is one. None. Okay, none. so one person, one person has done it in the modern era, in the exact same amount of games as McDavid. So what are we celebrating? He got five hundred points. Woo! How many points did you get, Brian? I would have five hundred and seven hundred million games. <laughs> I'm just saying, five hundred points is nothing to celebrate. A Stanley Cup is something to celebrate. I think I'm going to fucking slam this microphone right up your fucking ear because you're being ridiculous. I'm just saying 500 points isn't isn't special. It's not special. Well, if if McDavid gets like a a cup, then is it a milestone in your 500 points? The the Stanley Cup is 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 the milestone. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. You can't be happy with 500 points. You can't. But but Not, when uh, Crosby got the like he got his cup and the five hundred point or see no, five hundred points special. like like what was that time frame? From the time from the time Crosby got his five hundred point to his, his his cup was probably about a year and a half to two years, right? I I'm not sure what year it was he hit his five hundred. Computer there, Joe. Quit you got a big computer right in front of your face. Figure it out. Holy fuck! I, I got a lot of stuff going on over here. <laughs> fuck! I I. I, I, I think 500 points in, in that amount of games, that's over a point a game in, in this era with how good players are compared to the 80s is, is quite the fucking milestone. I don't know. I don't see Pat Kane on that list. I don't see uh, Taves on that list. I don't see fucking well, they have 500 McKin- points. You know where, just not on you, the, know where not- you don't see him? On the, on the Stanley Cup. That's where you don't <laughs> fucking see him. All these other players, how many of those eight players are on the Stanley Cup? Um. Well, Gretzky, Lemieux for sure. Jaeger, Trache, Trache. What was the question? Oh, Stasty didn't win no cup. Lindros didn't either. Yeah. No. So shut your fucking I'm mouth. Just saying, the majority of them are on the cup. The cup is a milestone. Five hundred points. Is That's my point. That's all I'm gonna say. So at what at what point do you say total points is a milestone? What I'm saying is you celebrate a Stanley Cup, you don't celebrate five hundred points. That's then, the point I'm trying. Then to make. you're saying they have to celebrate a thousand points. That's what you said. Like I'm saying there's away. a smaller amount of people that have made it to a thousand points than there is five hundred oh, sure. points. Sure. Okay. And there's even there's a also group. there's also way more less people who've won the cup that has even fucking close to five hundred points. They're just on the right no, team at the right more. time. There's a lot more that have right. won the Stanley Cup. Right. So you the, the you're telling me the guy Connor McDavid scoring 500 points is the Pat Maroon's better than him because he's won two cups. Fucking right. So what would you rather have? Two cups or 500 points? I'm not. That's not the point. What I'm saying is, do you think Pat Maroon's better than him because he has two cups? No, rather, no fucking way. Of course Maroon you I'm, all day long than Connor McDavid with two cups. Of course, I'll, I'll take one cup and 200 million. <laughs> I just want the celebration party at the end of the Stanley Cup. That's what I want. Moving on. <laughs> I'm right. You're wrong. That's it. This is a mic drop. <clears throat> well, I don't know. Now I, that I have Brian's mic, I disagree with Brian. He'll fuck himself. Cup, was it 2010? <clears throat> no, it's before that. 11, 
before that. I said 10. You said 11. You said before. I say eight. <laughs> what's, the, what's the answer, Greg? So I'll get the games right now. When Pittsburgh won the cup? Yeah. I can't remember. It's not, I, don't know. <clears throat> I think it was his third year or something. I think Brian's an idiot. Smarter, smarter. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, can't, how do you spell idiot? Can't, can't hear you, Mike. B-R-Y-A-N. Is that how you spell it? Or B-H-B. Yeah, it's, oh, it's oh, yeah. similar. Same Short, thing. Yeah. Idiot. 500 points is the milestone. Fucking give me a break. That's my mic drop. Okay, so the Penguins won the cup five times. 91, 92, 2009, 16, and 17. Oh, I said eight. You said 11. I'm closer. Price is right, bitch. Is Crosby <laughs> on that team every year? Yeah. No, not at 90. He was like seven. No, 200, nine. It's oh, nine. 290 seven. regular season well, games. Nine, well, yeah, 91, 92. He was 290 like, regular yeah, season I games for him know to win the cup. Because I have that hockey card. So I was not, <laughs> not counting the playoffs, but 290 regular season games he won the cup. Took him the first four years, I guess. That's not, that's not fair because he had Mario on his team. Not in 2009, era. Yeah. He had Mario on his team for three years. Not in 2009. No, I'm not saying it. That, that doesn't matter. What, for a year. What are, he had, no. Year. No. He came back for the first Check year. Check your phone again. He had it for three years. He had Mario Lemieux on his team, the fucking one of the best players in the world to, 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 to teach him. Connor has who? He lost against Detroit the year before, so I've been 2008, and he came back in 2009 and won the cup. Mario wasn't there for those two years. So whatever. He had Mario, but Mario never helped him win the cup. Oh, he, he might, helped, he might he, have mentored to me a better absolutely player. Absolutely, he did. Well, we got Gretzky. What the fuck he's doing then? Gretzky's not on the bench. Mario was on the bench. Sure he was. He didn't play with him back in 2000. Not in the cup years. He wasn't. On but the he bench. had him on the bench when he was a rookie. <laughs> like, can you yeah. imagine having fucking Mario Lou on your team, on your line? Well, I was available. <laughs> <laughs> he could have had back nine. Oh, back yeah, nine, he could have. He's been in Edmonton the whole time Connor's been here. What the fuck's going on, boys? Make a call, Kitch. Brian got me all flustered. And I'm all fucking mad. <laughs> what are you doing? So to sum it up, Connor hit 500 in 369 games, and and Brian doesn't think that's anything. Like anybody can do. And that. we're split as to whether or not that's something to celebrate. No, they're not split. You're cooking bacon eggs for all the boys, or what? Need another beer? <laughs> no, I I think it's a good milestone. It's good for Edmonton. I'm I'm pretty pumped up about it. Uh, it was good to see him. It's a in the modern era be compared to Crosby okay. and match that mm-hmm. better than Ovechkin, better than see some of the other players. Well, all it's better than players. everybody in the modern era because no one above him has done it quicker yeah. than him besides Crosby, and they tied Crosby for it. Tied yeah. Crosby. So there's no one in the last five. What, what, what Crosby? Fifteen years in the league? Ten years in the league? Eighty no, nine, like twelve. Isn't when did Crosby get in the league? Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, at least, you know, you, you understand what I'm saying, right? A baseline. It's I know what baseline, you're saying. Yes. It's a baseline fucking stat, right? Like, yeah. Name that list again. Gretzky, Lemieux, Yager, Stastny. Rob Ginchard. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle G. It's yeah. an achievement. It's not it a is, milestone. But that's, it's yeah. an achievement. Yeah, a a milestone. I like to see what happens in the next 369. Just. Just thrown out there. What what can he achieve in the next 369 games? Does, and then does Crosby have a thousand points yet? 
Crosby? Yeah. Oh, I'm no, sure. He's at 980. He's just short. Short. 970. Maybe. I thought Ovi was above him. <laughs> no, I don't think so. How many cups does he have? Wasser Gincher. One. How many cups? Who? Does Sidney Crosby three. have? Two. Three. Crosby has three, don't he? I'm not sure. sure. I don't have the answer. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's two. I'm pretty sure it's two. So Sidney Crosby has 900 at the time this was posted, and this was done. It's two cups. Very two recently. Two cups, two gold medals. I know Hayes and Kane got three. I think you're each one behind. At this point, he had played 999 games. And Pants out of the jammies, babe. 1,276 points. One leg out of the jammies. Three, three cups. <laughs> He has three, Crosby? I knew he had three. I don't know why I said guess myself. Only time I'm wrong is when I said guess myself. Is that an is that an achievement? Three cups? Or is that what did you call it? And Crosby started in the league in the 05. Milestone. That's a milestone. Well, okay. If you if you're gonna go milestone, like milestone are, are points for individuals to me. Like it's an individual milestone. I'm just saying 500 points. I'll, yeah, he's one of the best hockey players ever. I, there's no doubting that. But I'm just saying that's not something to celebrate 500 points. That's. I think it is. Well, you you got to win a cup. You got to do something incredible. 500 points just to me. But 500 points better than anybody else, Brian, it, it is not better than anybody else, but better than anybody else in the modern era. It, it's impressive. You, you can't deny it's not impressive. I'm, I'm not saying he's one of the best players ever. I'm just saying that's not something we should be celebrating. Just admit it's impressive. Be happy. Admit it. Admit. Okay. It's okay. Cut it, kitchen. He admitted it. Done. <laughs> but Crosby had a cup at what? 269 games. At 290. How many? Yeah. So his first cup. Like I said, at the. Yeah. I don't know when this uh, website posted, but it's for this season anyway. At this point, he had played 999 games. This is Crosby. 468 goals, 808 assists for 1,276 points, and a plus-minus of 175. Is minus 175? No, plus <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, 175. That's so. impressive, Brian. You, you, can't, you can't say that's not impressive. That's Crosby. Plus 175. Sidney Crosby. Yeah. For his career, Fuck, that's that's, that's impressive. impressive. Okay, that's impressive. But you, you have to you're looking at you're looking at team aspects. Okay, winning the team cup, of course, is the best. You, you can't you can't nothing second best is winning the team. But as an individual, when you score 500 points or 800 points or a thousand points, it, it, it you're like holy fuck, you're good. Yeah. But and when you do it better than half the fucking league in a in hundred years. How long has the league been around? 110 years. When you're number eight in 110 years, you, you can't say that's not fucking impressive, man. It's fucking, it's great. Go on. I just won 85 bucks on Proline, boys. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you owe? Uh, it, it's, a, it's a great accomplishment. I'm just Crickets. saying in Edmonton, our basement is so low that we start celebrating 500 points. That's, that to me... Is not something you should be celebrating. You you either you're at the top where you win a cup or everything else in between is but you know is who, not an achievement. You know who's celebrating those points is every fan in the world. And you know who's not celebrating those points is Connor McDavid, who's the guy who fucking scored him. Have you seen his interviews after? He's like, yeah, big deal, whatever. He don't give a fuck. He wants a cup. 
And I get that, but you can't say it's not a so great. He thinks like me, but you think like no, me, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying that's you're. That's what we're saying. No, I'm not saying you're wrong. I I agree with what you're saying, but you're what, what I'm saying is it's an accomplishment that's been hasn't been done in in 15 years since Crosby done it, and and you're just throwing it aside like it's fuck all. I'm not saying it's. I'm saying he's a great player. It's a good achievement, but I'm not. I'm just saying it's not something that you fucking put out a statue for. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The achievement is great, but it's not. It was good because I was. It's not like whoo, we got to have a parade because McDavid. No, well they're they're not having a parade, but what you want to have a parade? That's what I'm debating. No, I don't want to have do. a parade. I do not. All I, all I'm saying is what you, what what I what I'm hearing from you is you don't think it's a great accomplishment. To me, it's a great accomplishment when you can do that. When you can be tied for eighth in 110 years of fucking hockey players, and 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 still be the fucking how good he is. See, and I think what I'm understanding from what uh, BHB is saying is that it is an accomplishment. There's no question, but there are, there are bigger things to celebrate as a franchise, and a Stanley Cup would be one of those things to celebrate. Well, a fucking, that's what I was trying to say, uh, but I might have had too many drinks to say it. But that's exactly what I'm. Of trying course, to say. it's a bigger accomplishment, but we don't have lots to cheer for, guys. We got the best player in sports, and to me, the NHL isn't marketing properly. Him. Mm -hmm. No one's better than him. Nobody is better than Connor. Right. And they're not, they're not, they're not promoting him as he should be. But I'm, what I'm saying to you, which you, you're going to have to fucking admit is getting 500 points in 369 games and being tied for Sidney Crosby. Who's the only guy who's done it. That's still fucking playing is a fucking big deal. Yeah. It's an accomplishment. I said that it's a beginning. big deal, Brian. It's not a big deal. It is a big, <laughs> it's deal. not a big deal unless you, win a Stanley Cup. Then it's a big deal. That's so, a big deal. Okay, so they say they win the Cup this year. Then you're going to say 500 points is a big deal? Then I'll agree it's a bigger deal. <laughs> you can lead the team with 500 points in 369 games to a Stanley Cup, then it's a bigger deal. If if you can't win the Stanley Cup, then who gives a shit? It's not an accomplishment. But the, You're an individual. The Stanley Cup is a team fucking thing. And if our team... How how fucking bad we've been in the last five years. That's what I'm saying. That's our our accomplishment in Edmonton is, woo, we're going to celebrate because he got five. That's our Stanley Cup. That's what I'm saying. It shouldn't be the Stanley they're, Cup. They're, they're, not, they're not promoting it like it's the Stanley Cup. They're just saying, hey, this guy's fucking good. He tied Sidney Crosby, scored 501 points in 369 games. No one else has done that in fucking 20 years. My debate is you think it's like the Stanley Cup, and I say it shouldn't be in the comp. No, I... I, I it's not. Oh, You're wrong. It, I'm right, and that's it. No, no, no. It, I don't think it's a Stanley. Hey, I don't give a fuck if Connor Connor scores 100 points in 500 games and they win the cup. I'm still loving it. But you have to admit, you cannot deny the guy is fucking good, and he scores those many points oh, in that many guys. games. Give me a fucking break. I, I missed out on the last five minutes. Are you guys arguing over great hairs? Or <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take this opportunity before there's a fist fight at the table to. Uh, to take a break and uh, a little pause for the cause. Brian's and wrong. And we'll come back with the 1077 and uh, a new segment on Kitchen the Coach after this. And we're back. It's Kitchen the Coach with a new segment for each podcast called On the Couch with Kitchen the Coach. And this is where we're going to give you our recommendations for 
for uh, what you should be watching on Netflix. I don't know if I want to be on the couch with Kitchen. I'm just kind Everybody of, wants to be scared. on the couch. It makes me kind of scared a little bit. Don't kid yourself. Struggle, snuggle. Y- you know you're looking for a struggle snuggle. That's right. <laughs> Everyone wants to be on the couch with Kitchen, the coach, because they want to know what we're watching and what we think you should watch for sports documentaries and series during the COVID pandemic when you got fuck all else to do. But get fat and watch TV. And think about getting laid. And <laughs> and think about. Think not, about is the key word, right? Not about. actually get laid, but think about yeah. getting laid. Uh, so what do you guys got? Uh, what have you been watching for sports documentaries? What would you recommend for, uh, for good uh, hockey or, well, really any kind of sports documentaries over the last little while? Well, we haven't done this in a while, but the Tiger Woods documentary is fucking awesome. Um, the Bulls, what's the Bulls documentary? Well, that was a long time ago. We haven't done this in four months. Yeah, so. I know. So there's there's lots to. Was it to last? They called the Last Dance, right? That's the Last Dance was the Jordan documentary. Yeah. Yeah. Any any thirty on thirty documentary is great. The L. Davis one with the. Um, the Raiders moving here and there and all over the place. It, it, it They're was, all good. Donovan Bailey, I watched it today. It was great. It's all good. Man. So I didn't see a, um, a documentary on Donovan Bailey. Where was that one? Where did you watch that? TSN 30 on 30. Hmm. Yeah, that 30 for 30 is amazing. Any, no, any, they got everything it's all on demand, right? It's all on, it's all on Sean demand. Or tell us. Any Canadian athlete, it's on, it's on. Plus American too and, and, and the world, but any Canadians definitely on 30 on 30. 30 for 30. Hmm. I listen to their podcast, but I've never actually searched them up on uh, on demand. to see well, it's, an, good it's an ESPN yeah. like yeah. show, right? Like it's broadcast by ESPN, but TSN carries it. It's on demand. The last one I watched was the Al Davis documentary about him moving and not moving and then moving. But he, he was a trailblazer of teams fucking getting up and leaving. Like, yeah, I, 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 it's 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 fantastic if you're an NFL fan. Well, just it's just, good. just a sports fan in general, right? Sports fan, I, just, well, I would say sports fan in general. Yeah, you know what? Listening to the Thirty for Thirty podcast, I've listened to uh, a few on the American gymnastics team. I've listened to one on horse racing and stuff like that. They're all. What, good. What's that, They're... Brian? You you, you want to talk about Bridgerton? <laughs> <laughs> what's that? You got a punch in the nuts. <laughs> Brian's whispering into me about Bridgerton and and the crown. I, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about, but whatever. Well, he was during the break. He was talking about the uh, the Queen's Gambit or whatever it is. Yeah, the, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't see chess as a sport, but I mean, whatever for 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 you. Be this is coming from a guy who hasn't watched Spartacus ever. Give me a fucking break, man. Yeah. They're smart and they're fucking smarter. I've told you guys this for the last twelve episodes. So and then they're smartest, and that's me. <laughs> Back nines get the smartest. So for me, I, I've uh, I've spent some time watching or surfing through the Prime um, documentaries that are that are available. The Probert uh, documentary was fantastic. That was really good. The Probert one, and then there was another one you told me about the the fighting one about I don't remember what it's called. Oh, the Last Guardian. Yeah, the Last Guardian. Or Ice Guardian. Ice Sorry. Guardian was really good too. It's, that's that a the coach was also talking about Brokeback Mountain. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> That wasn't one that uh, that was in his fantasy list. That wasn't a uh, a recommendation. That was the next My watch bad. list. Yeah, that was that was on his. Uh... Hey, they show Anne Hathaway's titties in that movie. So, <laughs> yeah. 
pause record lotion. <laughs> yeah, lotion. I'll take some gay guys banging in a tent to see Anne Hathaway's titties. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> so uh, kind of camping trip. <laughs> not, yeah, <laughs> Uncle G doesn't want that on our next trip. The uh, the Probert documentary I thought was really good. Ice Guardians was really good. I also really enjoyed uh, one on Prime called Valiant, and it was the uh, story of the Las Vegas um, nice. Golden Knights first season and what they went through with the uh, the sniper shooting ten days before the the opening of their uh, their inaugural season. It was a fantastic, and I'm not a Golden Knights fan by any means, but it was a really good documentary. I've never heard of that. But fuck the Golden Knights. They got fucking lucky with their with their draft. That's the best expansion draft ever. 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 But yeah. it's it the, the rules change for them. Yeah, but you know why the rules change? Because they paid six hundred fucking million. So the rules change with money. So they pay so much, the owner's like, I'm not paying six hundred million to wait ten years to win a they didn't have a team to make the playoffs. So they changed. Why the not? Every fucking other team had to. He didn't pay that much, though. No, he, he paid the most. The other expansion history. fees okay, yeah, were a I, fraction. I, when the other expansion teams went into thing, chocolate bars were seventy five cents. Also, yeah, it's all relative, money- guys. It's all relative. They paid their fucking fee. That's how much it is for a team. They they got they got lucky and they 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 had the fucking best rules for expansion ever. Well, Come Seattle's on. getting the same rules, so right. you'll you'll see after if it was lucky or if it was. You know the right pick. I don't think right it was. Time, I, I don't right think it was deals. lucky. I think uh, what's his name, George McPhee. I think he picked a fucking wicked team. Yeah, not only that though, but look, everybody made all these contracts about no trade and blah blah blah, and never thought about the rules for the, the expansion draft. So when the expansion draft came out with the rules, people are already handcuffed. So now that they you know, don't think GMs are phoning them and say, "Hey, listen, I know this guy's exposed. Don't take him. We'll, we'll figure it out later." No, I know that, but before they signed these contracts, the ones that no movement clause and blah blah, there was no expansion. There was no rules about. They were going off the old rules. Then all of a sudden, Vegas was coming in. The rules changed. Here's the rules. You got players already signed to long term and no trade. That's why things change now. Now GMs are going to be more. Okay, I'm not going to give no trade because you know what? I know in three years it might be a draft team. Like Quebec's probably coming up soon, so guys are going to. No, I get that. I'm just saying. Like, how do you think Buffalo feels? They've been in the league for fucking fifty years and they still can't do anything. Vegas comes in, gets this expansion draft that is totally hundred percent, hundred percent towards them. There could be an extra instead of saying you only can say fucking seven players. Maybe you can save one more or some fucking. Well, they, for, what is it? What is it? Five eight, forwards three, and three, four, five forwards, three defensemen. Three or four defensemen or forwards, give or take, and a goal. And a goal. But five forwards, like, you're you're letting go one of your top six. Like, every team has top six, right? So if you can only save five of them. No, 100%. It's, it's, it's fucked up. There's and, no, there's no way. I don't, I don't remember the last team that came in the league before well, reason, Vegas. I think it was probably Florida or someone like that, but they didn't have those fucking rules. But either way, if you're getting the every team's sixth best forward or good. their fourth best defenseman and their second goalie, you should still not be able to compete where Vegas did. Yeah, but what, what we're year, done right? to Well, goal. you know why Vegas was as good as it did? Cause they got a fucking goalie right off the top. Yeah. And just to put it in perspective, when the San Jose Sharks joined the league, their expansion fee was fifty million. When the Las Vegas Golden Knights joined the league, their expansion fee 600. was five hundred and twenty-six million. Okay, when when did San Jose join the league? Nineteen ninety-six. 
They joined. But you got to remember, if, if you're a team. You That's my like, guess, uh, 96. It's like you walk uphill both ways to school when your dad told you that story <laughs> 42 in, years ago. In snow up to your chest. <laughs> Yeah. No, but if you but it's all relative. Like in 1996, 50 million was 120 million. Now their expansion season was 91, 92. Okay, that's even better because 50 million in 91 is 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 150 million now. It's 150 million. Yeah, it's not 526 million. Okay, but if you want a team, you pay the price. No, but why? Why? What happened was to like you take Lucic, right? You got no trade clause, so you're like, fuck. Like they they want to get rid of him. So, but they had they had to protect them because they had no yeah, trade clause. So what they would do yeah, is like, okay, all of a sudden you got Nugent Hawkins. And you're like, fuck, we can't get rid of him. So they got to give up a first round draft pick, a second round draft pick, and so they sort of like, okay, yeah, we'll do that because they're they're stocking up. And then they could take like they fucking killed him, man. They had every team by the balls because no team was ready for those rules. Is what happened. That's what I'm saying. Like you don't think like uh, <laughs> who's the GM and in, in, was it Ron Francis in Seattle? Ron Francis. So you don't yeah. think he's phoning Ken Holland? You don't think he's phoning Brad, Brad right. Trevletting saying like, hey, right now, of course. It's like, I want this guy. I'm like, well, fuck you. I'm, I'm not going to let you have this guy. Why don't you take this guy instead, right? Yeah. Like, it, it's all it's all fucking bullshit, man. Like, I, I don't think you should be allowed to buy a team and have a fucking better team than a team that's been in there for 20 years. I just don't think it's fair. One of those guys will work hard to get where they were like that that vegas team was all there were the plumbers. scraps there were plumbers and the electricians yeah they were there, there wasn't a name league. on that team with besides the, flurry with the exception of mark andre flurry yeah. that anyone knew there were no of, household names there was no never heard of Schmitt, marquee players show yeah fucking but the, like marcia show was was it was a third line player you know what i mean like these guys are third line players but then you get thrown into this mix of, of of a team that is full of fucking blue collar guys. Yeah. And they had a wicked coach in uh what's his name? Galanter. Gerard Galant, yeah. Which is not even coaching anymore, which is absolutely ridiculous in my opinion. But well you, it's you get a team together and you just mesh. They meshed. They meshed. They did but well I wasn't sure from there's hard. to me there's no fucking way that a team first year should be winning the cup. I it, it's ludicrous to me. When you got teams like like Buffalo and Arizona and, you know, all these old fucking teams that's been there forever that can't do anything that it's not, I don't think it's fair how, how they got who they got. And now look at them. They got fucking one of the best teams in the league. Patch Mark Stone, fucking every year since they've been in they're They're a contender. Yeah. They're a contender every year. But why is that though? But you and just said started, it yourself. They, they started, started out with a team of plumbers and electricians, no marquee players except for their goaltender, and and they're still one of the best players. So how is that unfair? When it's unfair get, that they're allowed to to take those guys. They're allowed to take a, a top six player from every team. I don't think that's fair. Well, you don't you take like we you don't think Arizona and all those guys when they when they went to expansion they didn't get no fucking top six. They got the scraps from everybody else, and we, they had to build through their draft. We were just talking about William Carlson. Other than other than Marc Andre Fleury, he was probably one of the top build players on their team. William Carlson played in in Columbus before being drafted to Vegas, and he had twenty five points. Okay, goes to when, Vegas when he's playing in the Columbus. He's playing fourth line minutes. Okay, right. So throw him in Vegas now. He's playing top line minutes. He's going to be a better player, obviously. But he had the opportunity. But how is that unfair? It's unfair that they were allowed to pay. I, I, I'm not saying that's unfair that he was allowed to go there. I'm saying it's unfair that 
Vegas was allowed to pick a top six fucking forward and a top four defenseman from every fucking team in the league. For I, 560 million bucks, that's the I least think that's, I think yeah. that someone should be able to pick. Your sixth best forward or your fourth best defenseman or your second goalie. And 560 million bucks. That's and for a guy to play a full season and get 25 points and then go to Vegas and get 78 points. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's the minutes. I don't think it's, I think it's got a lot to do with the coaching and the culture. It's, it's got to say that for $526 million, you shouldn't be able to pick from the top or the top six forward, top five defensemen. I, I, disagree i think they deserve a decent pick for that because for 526 million dollars in franchise fees for for a city to sit for 10 years for them to build a team buffalo has been in the team for how or in the league for how long they've had lots of opportunity to draft and build a team that's got nothing to do with well buffalo is probably a bad example but the la- i'm talking about the last expansion team that came into the league was i think it was florida well f- was florida atlanta and san jose all the same year there was yes, probably Columbus was the most recent. <laughs> Columbus and Nashville were the most recent ones. They were after didn't who, Florida. Who moved from Atlanta? Winnipeg moved. Winnipeg moved from it like from Atlanta. But so the actual the last expansion roster. team, where when roster. you're actually plucking players from other teams. Yeah, the, the uh, last expansion. I'm going to guess been, it was Florida. Mm, no, I don't think so. I think it was either Nashville or the, or the Columbus Blue Jackets, wasn't it? Be- before bad. Vegas. Yeah, um, the other teams were just a full team just moved across the borders. Right? Yeah. So. Okay. So we got. I can't find it. But did you see that uh, they were saying Phoenix is going to move to Quebec? It's going to happen. You think so? Yeah, I read that the other day. <clears throat> there are no money in there, man. They tried too hard. 25 years and nothing. 2000 it was columbus minnesota oh man i totally forgot about many yeah in 2000 edition of columbus blue jackets of minnesota wild the, the league reaches 30 teams so when did nashville come in uh 1999 was atlanta thrashers which moved to winnipeg after that but so the nashville predators joined in 1998 and okay. 1993 the league added Florida and the Ducks. Yeah. Yeah, 98. So Columbus and Minnesota were the last two to come into the league. Right. So they came into the league. They didn't get no fucking Stanley Cup finals. No, but that's... Because they didn't have the rules. What I'm, All I'm saying, like, hey, Vegas, great for them. Good for them. They, they, they changed the rules for them. But all I'm saying is, like, if I was Nashville, or sorry, who was the last one? Minnesota and Columbus. And Columbus. I'd be pretty fucking pissed that I didn't get those fucking rules. No, I think what Daniel is about is if they want to do investments, they have to give these guys a lot of money, a uh, chance to make their money back quicker, or they won't invest. So they got to they gotta give them something to make the league bigger. But you, 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 to me, you just can't jump in the league and be a fucking powerhouse. They like, weren't supposed to. Man. You, they, you have to, you have team, to earn your stripes, man. Yeah, but they, 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 they overachieved fucking huge. Nobody, even with that team on paper, nobody put them in the playoffs. And then they all of a sudden, they make the Stanley Cup Finals. That's good on them. That had nothing to do with the team on paper. That team on paper, everyone wrote them off. Everybody. 
I don't care who you were, you wrote them off. With that, it's team a bit paper, of a money ball situation, right? But nobody said with that team on paper was going to the no had a chance to make the cup finals. Nobody, no, no. So they they actually got rejected, and those players got together, and that's how they filled this group, and, well, that, and that's why they went off. We're rejects. Let's go prove them wrong. And going back to where to the original conversation, when you watch the documentary Valiant about the the Golden Knights expansion. They all felt like rejects. All those guys. Marcia So, uh, who was the guy that is actually from uh, the defenseman? Derek England. Derek England from Vegas. They all felt like rejects. And when they got in the room and and they built their their team around this, you know, throwaway mentality that nobody, no other team in the league wanted us. So they left us unprotected. Vegas picked us up. We're the rejects. We're gonna go out there and, and prove something. It's I I don't I don't think it's unfair to anyone else in the league. They just had the work ethic. They there. they had the worth work ethic and they had the chemistry. And then they had they had a fantastic coach. Gerard Gallant's a, a proven NHL coach, there's no question. And you know, you put those things together and you're and you're gonna end up with a winning team. There's no question. So anyhow. Watch the documentary. It's really good. And it's on... Uh, I watched Prime. it on Cra- Prime Prime TV. Yeah. Nice. Do you know David Perron was on that team? Yeah. Yep. yep. From Right from the start, right? Yeah, he, well, he was plucked. He was, he was and he was left top. unprotected by St. Louis? Then he went back to St. Louis, didn't he? I think yeah. He, or was it Edmonton? No, he went from Edmonton, I think. No, because they got um, Reinhardt from Edmonton. That's who the, that's who Vegas picked from ours was Reinhardt. Griffin Reinhardt. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's. I think, I think they did what they did because of smart picks and because of a of a mentality and a chemistry that just hasn't been replicated. Oh, don't get me wrong. I think the GM picked a great team from oh, from. For sure. But I'm just saying that there was a lot available for him. Oh, there was. There's no question. More than there should have been, in my mm-hmm. opinion. You know what I mean? Like, you're building a team. You're Calgary. You're Winnipeg. You're Edmonton. You're building this team, and all of a sudden, you got to give up one of your, you know, say they take Archibald next year, or say they take, you know, Gaetan Haas, or, you know, mm-hmm. I, ho- I hope they take Jason. I hope they take Kara, but they're not. They're going to take yeah. the guys who are unprotected. Absolutely. And that sucks because you found these guys, you brought them through, you're, you, you know, you, you, you mentor them, and then they're gone. Yep. Just cause, cause, cause some fucking asshole pays seven hundred million dollars for a team. Well, you get a chunk of that money. Give up one of those players too. That's their who does? Yeah, yeah. The owners get a chunk. Of that well, that's team. yeah, that's what a, the franchise fee yeah. goes towards, right? So if it's five hundred sixty million divided they, they by, divide by thirty teams. teams. They all get. So they all get thirty million that day. Well, so there's some, there's something going into the NHL kitty. I'm sure. Not much. There's no way you pay six hundred million and it just gets divided into teams. There's got to. Oh, but they all get their. So, and just, I don't, I can't remember if I brought this up a little while ago or not, but we were talking about the last two before Vegas, uh, Columbus and Minnesota, the Columbus Blue Jackets, when they came into the league, their expansion fee was 80 million. Yeah. That was what, so that's, that's 18 years later. Yeah. So 
you so in, in 2000, a can of Coke was 95 cents. Now they're two bucks. You, you got to take it into relativity. Like it, it, it's shit costs more. I totally agree. But you can't tell me inflation accounts for $470 million in 18 pocket, years. It's a pocket liner for but the, the lead. Put the, in the, the coffee. The grew that much. So, so franchises all around. Okay. Well, what, yeah. what was the cap in, in uh, that year? Salary cap in 2000? 2000. Probably 45 million. Yeah, when did the CBA come into? Um, After Detroit fucking wrecked it for everybody. Probably 2002 or something. We'll see. We'll see. Another thing that pisses me off is when teams like Arizona and shit trade for Chris Pronger, who he hasn't played in three years, but he's still under under salary, and he, and they got to pay him just to make the cap floor. To me, that's fucking cheating. Okay, so the NHL salary cap. Um, okay. was introduced in nine in ninety nine two thousand. Yeah. Um, they're equal. If I'm if I'm reading this correctly. Yeah, like fucking Pronger's been out for what three years? Yeah, well, they, they trade him to Arizona. Like it's not fair. Like, you got Nathan Horton playing. Even what's his name? Fucking uh, Clarkson. David Clarkson. Yeah. Some fucking asshole team. Some asshole team signed. I think it was Vancouver. Toronto, Toronto signed him yeah. for like $7 million a year. Yeah, Toronto. Man. And then they just, he gets hurt and he doesn't play anymore. No so they trade into some fucking the shitty Arizona, team. They usually trade him too. Arizona yeah. Took a bunch of them, but they just pay him because they have to make the cap floor. That's yeah. bullshit. To make the cap floor, you should have to make the cap floor with players who fucking play. That's not fair. That's crap. You trade him first round or second round, and then they just cook the books. Well, you just trade him for books, man. Like, it's not fair. Like, Arizona, like, who, who's their fucking top guy? Phil Kessel? Mr. Hot Dog? And insurance covers the bills, so they don't care because they got insurance covering it. So, they actually, technically, it does come out of their pocket, and that's why a team like Arizona, when they're like, they got to hit the floor, they don't care still because it's not coming out of their pocket because he's injured, so insurance covers it. So. But they're still paying him. Like, it still counts against the cap. Yeah, but Arizona don't care. They're more about the bottom line, right? So, yeah, it might look like in the books that they're paying $75 million, but, like, if they get three or four injured players – that are at five million each. They don't care because insurance covers all that. No, I so get that. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to be a money. fucking, if you're going to be a team in the dance, yes, but and you're just covering the cap floor. But that's why they do. You're not even fucking trying, guys. Teams like Toronto and blah blah, they go after those lower teams like Arizona, and that's how they do their trades. They're like, hey, take this money. Insurance covers it, but it goes on the books. So like they hit the they hit the ceiling, but technically, so it looks like they spent seventy five million. They only spent forty five million, right? Because you got five guys in the fucking injury reserve that insurance covering. But how how is a fan of the Coyotes? How do you feel about that? You're 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 not even you're not even trying. No, but the owner don't care. He's just talking about money, and all he's talking about is like, okay, well, so move the fucking team out of there. When when you when you're going to a rink in Florida and there's a, a twenty thousand seat fucking stadium and there's three thousand people in there, give me a fucking break. Get that team out of here and move it to somewhere where there's going to be fucking fans. I agree. 100%. I totally agree. And uh, just going back to what I said earlier, I was wrong. According to Wikipedia, the NHL salary cap was uh, introduced in the 05-06 season. And the salary cap was set at uh, $39 million U.S. per team. Was that after the lockout? <coughs> what was the lockout? Uh, was the, it 05 lockout? Had the, to be. That the, yeah, yeah that because was part of that was part of the, the deal to come back. So right? that, just, that just proves my point. Like in 05, the cap was $39 million. 
But in, in 1999, San Jose paid $80 million for their team. No. In 2000, Columbus paid $80 million for their team. And the, in 05, their cap was at 39 Yeah. So how, who, how, what kind of team are you putting together for $39 million right now? What's the salary cap right now? 81. 81.5, I think. And that's 15 years after the salary cap was introduced. That's quite the, that's, that's. Okay. So who's Brian, you're good with math. I'm assuming. I missed the math. So 39 million to what? What's today's 81, 81 million. What percentage increase is that? 39. Two and a half. Okay. 80 million to 526 million. What percentage increase Not is that? Two and a half. Yeah. So the franchise fees highly outweigh the, the percentage increase in salary caps. Well, it'd be like 53% increase. Really, yeah. If you want to get down. Two and a half times almost, but it's like fifty-three percent if you want to send So I I don't know. I I think that <coughs> if you're paying that kind of, of franchise fee, you're entitled to the sixth best forward in the your, Yeah, we're not talking your one, two, three, or even your fourth or fifth. We're talking your sixth forward. But at, how many players on a team? Fifteen. Well, there's 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 three six nine twelve and sixty right eighteen mm-hmm. nineteen twenty two goalies yeah so out of eight out of twenty say twenty players you can only protect eight yeah so you're getting your ninth best player for five hundred and sixty million bucks that's I don't fair. think that's fair and if if that team that puts if, if a GM goes out there and puts together a team full of of the ninth best players in the league can go out there and compete with teams who are able to save their first to seventh best players. Good for them. That's the way I see it. As a GM, like when this happens next year, as a GM, who who the fuck are you protecting? In Edmonton? Right. Like it's Connor automatically protected because he has no movement. Like, I don't even know how it works to be honest. Well, you're protecting them either way. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. So, So you protect, okay. Protect five forwards and three D. I think if you're on your entry level contract, you don't have to get protected. I mean, there's a certain set yeah, of rules, no, no, no. but McDavid would have to be protected. So you got you're protecting McDavid, Drysaddle, Nuge. Yeah, and two more go. You're absolutely right. There's Yamamoto. some guys aren't don't need to be protected because of They're their contracts. That's right. Yeah. So you might have three guys in your top six who you don't have to protect because they can't be taken anyway. Right, like it's it totally depends on your on your situation. So the Oilers, you're going to protect Connor, you're going to protect Leon, you're going to protect Nuge and Yamo, and Puliyarvi, and probably Puliyarvi. Okay, and that's it. So, so everyone else is fair game. Yeah. So who do you have after that? That's going to be an impact player. You're going to lose in Edmonton. Well, Cassian, you're going to lose. Whew. If, you, if you get rid of Cassian, you let him go. Well, I, I know you don't like Cassian, Brian. I think he does a lot more than you think he does. No, I, I agree. But I think there's a thousand other Cassians out there that you can yeah. you can put into slide into his slot. For $3.2 million at four years, if Seattle yeah, takes him, you're jumping up and down. I'd be pissed if they took I, – I, I would be pissed. Like Haas, I'd be pissed if they took those guys. C9. They're not going to take guys like Neil and Chase on and fucking tourists. They're not going to take those guys because they have big contracts. But again, they got to reach a cap floor. Well, you look at Vegas, and we just said they took a David Perron. And they had Neil. And they they had Neil. Did they not? No, that was Nashville. No, they, Neil was on that team. Neil was on. 
Oh, he went to Vegas too. That's right. So. Okay, so protect your D. You got three D to protect. Who are you protecting? Oscar Clefbaum. Uh, so Dirk- he's on LTIR. Is he not well see, eligible? You might not even have to protect him. So he might be a freebie. Okay, so you take Bouchard, Nurse, and Barry. I don't even know that I would protect Darnell Nurse. I would protect Ethan Bear because he shows a lot of promise. I would take. I would protect uh, Bouchard for sure. Um, Broberg, you got Legacy, you got Jones. You don't Bro- have to do Broberg. You don't have to protect Broberg. You don't have to protect. Uh, oh, you. Yeah, I don't know that I would protect Legacy. Um, for me, I would. Clef bomb if you have to, but if he's on LTIR, then you might not have to. Ethan Bear, Tyson Berry, and but they had the entire NHL to pick from. Yeah. Are you are you protecting players that are UFAs? Like, is that allowed? I like. I would assume Barry's you'd... a UFA next year. Does he have to be protected, or what if they sign him? Well, was, it, that would depend on his contract status at the time of the draft, would it not? You just run it out. Just say, well, if it happens, it happens. Like, if it's a UFA, well, Clefbaum. He's a UFA. To you me, just cl- let it run out. To me, like, take your chances. My hairdresser is good friends with one of the head trainers in the Oilers, and they say Clefbaum is not coming back ever. Hmm. Well, then you don't even have to worry about him. Pause for one second. You can protect your top, but you got You got seven players. Yeah. And you can go, I think you got to protect the league's. Two D or two forwards, but you can it's go five or three. No, but you go four. You go four and three if you want, or or four and three. Or, There's eight. There's eight. Eight plus a goalie, you have to protect. That's, well, you, I could be wrong, but teams that's can protect seven forwards, three defensemen, and a goalie, or eight skaters and a goalie. And really, we're not eight skaters. Period. <coughs> you can do seven and three and one, or eight players. So if you want to do like. So you could do seven forwards and three defensemen and a goalie, which is eleven, or you could do eight in general. Yeah, That's but re- dumb. But remember, if you have yeah, a no, you want to do more defensemen or more forwards, then it punishes you. But if you got no trade class, you're obviously got Lucic or no trade class. You got another guy like James Neal, blah blah. And just say they're on your team. You have to protect. They can't go up. They're already counted. Even though you don't want them, they're not your top six. You have to protect them. That's just the rules. That, but that that counts as a player. Yes. So James Neal counts as a or yes. who has no trade in Not too many. I don't think anybody does really. Well, they got rid of Lucci, so he doesn't count. So he did have one. So but he yet he he agreed to it though. Yeah. So Calgary yeah, has he, to protect Lucci unless he says trade and unless he agrees to trade. And the other thing to remember too is that are we on still? Yeah, we're on. Oh, the other thing to remember too is that you have. So out of all those players that you've protected and all those guys that you have unprotected, how many guys are actually going to be drafted from your team? You might, you're going to lose one guy tops. Yeah. But that guy might be the, your, your guy that, you, you know, that might be a Mark Andre Fleury. Okay. So you fucking protect that guy. If he, if they come in and take an Archibald who gives a big, fuck, big fucking deal. <laughs> There's a thousand Archibalds out there. They could fucking, we got three Archibalds on the taxi squad, probably, that could come up and play just as well as he is right now. Well, There's one guy from each team going to go. The thing is where they get fucked, where no one thinks about it, is they might have, you might have two guys drafted that's not on your NHL team, right? So you're not even thinking about them. But they're up-and-comers, and they're going to be stars. So you don't want to lose them. 
you have to protect them, right? Because they're on your roster. It doesn't matter. But if, to- if they're in the minors, like Tyler Tyler Benson or fucking uh, Patrick Russell, like, are they? do they have to be protected even though they're no, not? No, if they're drafted, on- I think they're fine. But I, forget what I, I think if you got – depends. I'll on- say this. Does it matter if they take either one of those two guys to the Oilers? That's my irrelevant. No, it doesn't matter. But I'm just saying, like, it just sucks that you 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 pick these guys and you 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 run them through your system and you you know you're trying to make them better, trying to make them better, and all okay. of a sudden the, someone takes so, them and then fucking so, get fucked. So here's the backside of it: you're getting twenty five million dollars from that expansion for franchise, and you're Will losing you give up Tyler Benson for twenty five million dollars. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. The thing about this. Every player, pretty much, besides John and Huberto, even though they want to get rid of him too for some reason, in fucking Florida, and probably um, uh, Josh Mason. I think he came out of fucking Anon and D. Everyone else that well, Josh Manson, yeah, Dave Manson's kid, yeah. Every other every other person they were trying to get rid of. Even I think those two are trying to get rid of. So look, that team just came together, they gelled, and they kicked ass. It's, it's Look, when you look at that roster, if you look at that roster today, beginning of the season, nobody predicted them to even be in the fucking playoffs. So when they win the cup, or go to, or not didn't win the cup, but they came, you know, runner up, you can't all of a sudden say, well, it's not fair. It, it was fair. They just over fucking, they over, you know, I mean, they overplayed what they were, what people thought, man. Will Carson got fucking 35 goals. Before that, he had five goals. You can't predict he's going to go from five to 35, right? No. No, not at all. So I I like the way they do the expansion draft. Right I now. don't. Well, no. It makes but it interesting. It makes it interesting, but you have to take into consideration, too. Do you want the league to stay stagnant and be the way it is right now forever? Or do you want to see new teams like Seattle and maybe Quebec come into the league? I want to see them come into the league, but I want to see them fucking pay their dues and fucking suck for a while. That's what I want to see. But... Like they don't look, want- at, look, look at a team like Ottawa. They got a, a team full of fucking 20-year-olds. Yeah, They're going to lose a fucking good player to this Seattle team. Okay. And, and they're going to be pissed about it. Didn't Ottawa go to the Stanley Cup Finals at 1.2? Yeah, five years ago. Okay. And, and you know how many people are on that team that were that to now to five years ago? Zero. Well, that, that doesn't really matter. They had their chance. They built their team. They went to the finals. Now they're rebuilding a team. And that has a lot to do with Melnick, that fucking tool who couldn't run a lawnmower, let alone a hockey team. I so agree. that's like I I I get excited about Seattle coming into the league because it's different and it's new. And there's a whole lot of rivalry potential between like Vancouver, Seattle, and even like Edmonton, Calgary, Seattle. Like they're that's gonna be a great thing. But if they come into the league and they suck for 10 years, like the Atlanta Thrashers did. And where are the Atlanta Thrashers now? Back in Winnipeg. Back in Winnipeg. So they want a team to come into the league. They want that team to succeed. They're not going to do that with a bunch of fucking eighth stringers from the AHL, career minor league players who... Yeah. They See, but that's, that's the other thing. There's, a, there's way more fucking teams, in, and there's a lot of players that probably would never make in the NHL now because there's way more teams you know what i mean like when there was 20 teams there every 20 all the teams were good there was fucking every team had 18 20 good players mm-hmm. now there's 32 teams and you know this guy maybe shouldn't be on the team and this guy shouldn't be on now they're kind of pulling strings you know what i mean like yeah you know what i mean like they're they're, well, they're they're making it bigger to have more people in the dance i get it yeah but some of those players shouldn't be in the dance because they're not good enough but they're good enough to be on this team well 
like you got your stars, you got your superstars, but I think when it comes down to the last, look, 500 players or whatever it is, or 300, 250, I, I would say, it's about 800 in the NHL or whatever it yeah. is to fill all the teams. Look, man, it's a toss-up between those 250 and the 250 that don't make it. Like, it's about which scout seen you that day. Because... All I'm saying is I know Seattle's going to be in the Oilers division. I'd like him to suck, so every time we play him, it's two points. <laughs> the competition is pretty tight when you look at the last five players on every team and the five players that don't make it and the five players after that that don't make it. Like, it, it's pretty close competition. Everyone's – But you don't, you, know, you, don't want a te- you don't want a league of 50 fucking teams where – no, they, they don't want that, but I agree 100%. You know what I mean? As you don't want it. gets weaker and weaker and Right. Weaker. The teams get weaker. The bottom says get weaker, but then there's superstars, and then the cap, you can't pay the, the you know, you have three, four guys on your team that are, that make the cap, and then all these other six guys, they don't even fucking play, so why bother? But in Vegas, Vegas case, you had the William Carlsons, you got the Marsha Show, that are these bottom feeders on their teams, but once they get the chance to, to get the those top six minutes. get those top minutes, they turn into superstars, right? right. So they, that's they get the that's the anomaly. Like that ain't gonna happen every fucking year. No, it's not. And it, the chances of that happening in Seattle are probably slim to none. Look, John Lecter had five goals in Montreal, right? Yeah, five goals. He got traded to Philly, right? Nothing. Piece of shit. Third line. Yeah. Goes to Philly. Comes on Legion of Doom. Ends up going to Hockey Hall of Fame, getting 50 goals a year. Yeah. So, like like you said, sometimes it's the, the guy just needs an opportunity. So, if you don't play a guy, he shows up, and all of a sudden you're giving him two minutes a game, what's he going to do in two minutes? Fuck off. But you give a guy all of a sudden 15, 20, he earns his right, or 10, 15, 20. Look, he can go from fucking two goals to, to 30 goals. Will Carlson basically was a third-line guy, fourth-line, right? Yeah. He went from getting no power play, what, 10 minutes a game, to Vegas getting 20 minutes a game. He's on the power play. You got to double your points, man. Even if, even if the puck hits your head five times a season. like For me goes- personally, I'd like, I'd like to see teams drop fucking the fourth line. Let's run three lines, and that's your fucking team. Because yeah. you have the best fucking nine players on your team. Like, the fourth line comes out what? What do they play? Like you said, two minutes. What the fuck are you going to do in two minutes? Well, and and those fourth lines serve a purpose for some squads, no doubt. That's where you get your I think fighters, your, your fighters, your, killers, your goons. They help you out when you're winning the five one. Yeah, so when, when you're winning. The 5-1, I do yeah. not remember ever Edmonton winning five one ever. I do not remember when <laughs> McDavid got five hundred points. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck! So when you're up five one, that four line, you know what I mean. All That's the when they start getting some minutes. But if you're winning five one, wouldn't you like to win six or seven one? No, five one's good enough. No, I like seven. Yeah, not unless goals for that means Connor could do like do like six hundred points in four hundred games, <laughs> and then Brian would have to suck my dick. <laughs> Brian's considering never, it right now. He's ever, like ever ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think. Uh, I think Seattle coming into the league is is going to be exciting, and I'm I'm looking forward personally to to seeing another I'm expansion put team. Five hundred on Seattle right now. Five for the just, cup. Just throw it out there. Five hundred for the cup. Five hundred yeah. would be like fucking two million odds against one. I will I will take that bet, and I'll give you two to one odds. <laughs> two to one. <laughs> <laughs> just give me five hundred, Gary. We'll call her a day. <laughs> 
So yeah, I'm a gambler, but I'm not doing that either. <laughs> so we get off on a bit of a tangent. Um, I would just like to see the best players play all the time. Like, I don't need to see fucking Jujar Kara play for three minutes. I really don't. I'd rather see well, Connor or Leon play for an extra three. I really would. Or right, Kane but you got, or, or Crosby you got or 32 OB. teams in the league, and the best players make up the top line and a half. What are you going to watch for the other line and a half but wouldn't you want to see the best lines against the best lines all the time like when you got matthews and marner and fucking thornton out there against jujar and fucking um patrick russell like you know what's gonna happen they're gonna dominate right yeah but that's what that's why there's a checking line and a and a i don't think there isn't there's no such thing anymore oh there is there's a hundred percent there is i don't think so there's no, it's, it's not, it's not Fuck, the 90s. I used to think you knew hockey. There's not, it's not the nineties anymore. <laughs> they're, they're not going out there. They're, they're not going smarter. out there to smash. They, how many big hits did you see tonight? Who, who started how many the game big for hits the Oilers tonight? tonight? How many big hits you see tonight? Zero. It's all skill right now. It's all skill and speed. So why the fuck are you putting these fucking fourth line guys out Until there? Until you get the playoffs and it's a completely different game. And you, you don't want McDavid out there to shut down a top line. You want McDavid out there to score goals. And you you need that checking line or that number three, number four guy to go out there and, and log tough minutes so that McDavid can go out there and score goals. You don't want him out there slugging on penalty kills well, and shit when like that. When there's the last two minutes left in the game and they got Matthews, Marner, Tavares, and Riley and uh, Brody on the point and we put out fucking Jujar, guess what? Leafs are scoring. No, I agree with you, Derek. So, at the end of the game, I don't give a fuck if they got six guys or whatever's going on. At, the end, at, at the end of the game, you put your best players on. I agree 100%. Now, do I want my David out killing the penalty sometimes? No, I don't, because I want to save him for offense because he's that fucking great. At now, the end of the game, if you're losing, you put your best players on. But I, even if you're defending, to me, like David's a fucking threat. You tell me right now, two minutes left in the game, right? You're the coach on one team. I got McDavid, and I'll put McDavid out. You're you're not going to all of a sudden be like, okay, fucking McDavid's out there. Everyone's going to all of a sudden play a little different. Yeah. You know if you're Matthews, you know if you're fucking Morgan Raleigh, if you fuck with that puck for one second, McDavid's got. So I want McDavid, not fucking the Oilers' the third and fourth lines out there. No, I don't. I want Drysdale. I want McDavid. I want Nuge. I want my best players because no matter what, yeah. no matter what level you play at, right from fucking squirts right to the NHL. The last two minutes of the game, who am I putting out? My fucking best players. I don't care who you are. See, now if... Unless you're up, see, unless you're up by two or three. And I was going to say that. So Edmonton's got a two-goal lead on Toronto. Now all of a sudden you got a two-goal lead. That changes the whole thing. Because Well, then... Left, I don't want someone to get hurt. But your argument's going right out the fucking window because you don't want to see Jujar Kara and those guys. No, you, but put on, you, you, want, you put on your third line. You put on you put on Turris and Cassian and Neil and those guys. The, the game changes all of a sudden. When I go from two-goal lead to one-goal lead, to me, as a coach, I'm, my game plan changes. So a two-goal lead, with, I'm going to play that. All of a sudden, they score. Guess what I'm doing? McDavid over the bench. Yeah. Draws yeah. over the bench. Like he said, it, it, it's 3-1, and they're two minutes left. We're playing Calgary. And they got Monaghan, Goudreau, fucking yeah. Lindholm, now, I'm bro, still- all these fucking guys out there. And we're putting out fucking our third checking line. No, I'm still going to put McDavid which is Which is not a good which no, is not see, a good and thing. I'm not. We're not. But I they wouldn't do. put McDavid out there. At but that they point. do. They put out their fucking checking line, and then they get scored on. And then what happens? Then you're like, oh shit! Now we're fucking down by one. There's a minute. If left. you get a two goal lead and there's two minutes left, I'm I'm almost sending McDavid to the dressing room because I want him ready for the next game. I don't want him out there taking a puck to the face or blocking shots or trying to check 
he, when there's when you get you're see, two that, minutes that's away where from I disagree winning. because he he could he could steal that puck in a heartbeat like any no one else can and it's in the empty net and it's game over. You, you can't coach look look if you're up four one I agree three one's pretty close so for me I can't coach predicting there might be an injury. I that's what I can't control. What no. I control is, is if right now this is my team I'm going to win because an injury can happen any time. So four one I'm with you right three one I'm going to protect him a little bit little bit little bit. But if I feel like all of a sudden they're, they're gaining momentum, I'm going back to fucking two lines because that didn't make my job is to fucking win the game. So at the end, McDavid gets hurt and Drossel gets hurt. I'm going to go to the gym. Like, what do you want me to do? My two best players are out. We're probably going to lose the next fucking 10 games. Go get fucked. <laughs> Give me my fucking good team, the one you gave me on paper, and I'll fucking win the games. But no one's going to win. If Crosby and Malkin goes out, Mariner and Matthew goes out, they don't win. Nobody wins with two best players on the NHL these days. See, and I don't, I don't think it matters your your top goal scorer, your biggest point getter. I, you want the guy out there that's got the best plus minus, that has more block shots. If if you're winning and you're up by two goals and there's two minutes left, I'm not putting McDavid on the ice. I'm I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you 100 right there, but I could put. Those guys out with McDavid, and then my backup line got dry. So, but the two next best players, like, well, just look at the game tonight. So I'm putting they, one they were down two one. Who was on the ice in the last minute? See to me, the Connor, was, Leon, and Nuge. Like that, they were up two one. They were up two one, but they're not. They're not trying. To, they're not trying to stop the puck. They're trying to score another goal. See to me, the Oilers are a bad example though because they don't have a true third line. Third line, yeah. I I, I agree with that too. If they they have, don't. If you're Boston or they don't. You're Tampa and you got those third line checkers, Stamkos isn't out there to defend a two one lead. Or, exactly. You know what I mean, you got the legitimate third line. Well, guess what? Toronto. Who's out there for Toronto? Marner's out there. Marner plays the fucking penalty kill. So depends on your player what he can do. It's, to me, Stamkos, yes, he's all offense, but. McDavid's a little different, man. He got he got a little more speed, a little more zip in his game right now than than Stamkos do. But at the end, they do. I feel like Stamkos five years ago, well, put Stamkos on the ice. Yeah, I would. Three years ago, yeah, I would. Stamkos on the ice, man. He, he's not to me. It's, it, if he's it's, on the he, ice to score you a goal, if even just a mental thing, like you're out there trying to score a goal and you see Connor and fucking Leon out there, you're kind of you're kind of holding your stick a little tighter. Hundred percent. You're you like, are. oh fuck, man. If I fuck up, these guys are done. If, if you got him on the ice to score a goal, right? That's your best chance to score a goal. Isn't that your best chance if they're about to score a goal? Isn't that your best defense, right? Your offense is your best defense if you technically want to look at it like that way. Right. You know what I'm trying to say? To a certain point, but I do understand the two-way forwards and all that, and you got a good defender. So you can switch up your lines a bit. I'm not saying maybe you put Dry Soto, McDavid, and Nujo, but you got a, you got definitely one of them out there. With your couple of good guys and your backups, what McDavid's on one shift, and then all of a sudden your backup lines with with dry settle with two good defenders. So you still got that offensive push, right? Yeah. So those guys that are your third line can still play fucking hockey and still put the puck. In. It's not like you can't pick up a pass, right? It's the NHL man. They're they're all good. They're all stars at one time. So yeah, that that's what I'm trying to get to is I still play my best players at the end of the game. Yeah, I I do if we're. If we're down and we need the goal, if we're defending, I put out the guys with the best, the the best plus minus the the 
shot blocking stats. I don't, I don't want <laughs> going into a season where you're, you're looking at um, fewer games and a, a quick turnaround to the playoffs. Yeah. I want those guys healthy and I no. want them injury free. Uh, I, I agree with that. But you have to get your team in that position to be able to do Absolutely, that. yeah. Right? So at the end of the year, if, if you're – to me, it's like no matter no matter why, I know, it, at the, you know, the, the first round, you don't want to play the best team like Tampa and Boston, blah, 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 right? Yeah. You try to avoid them. So do what you can to avoid them. But at the end of the day, like you said, you want to protect your best players that are healthy going in like a Carey Price, and that's why they picked up uh, – was it Jake Allen? As Allen, their, yeah. Right? As, as your backup for $2.5 million. Yeah, he's expensive, but they're like, you know what? We need a backup. But at the end of the day, too, you got to get there. Yeah. Right? So yeah, you have to put yourself in that position, like you said. Put for yourself sure. in that position, then you can rest them. But at the end of the day, when you're getting $12.5 you're getting $10 million. You know what? Don't complain about me about being tired. Yeah. The plumber out working 14 hours a day or the carpenter out fucking hitting nails and all those guys, they're tired. You get paid pretty fucking good money to, to put the puck in the net and not be tired. You make your you make sure that you're healthy enough, you work out hard enough in the offseason, yeah. that you're not tired. I think I'm just gonna throw this out there. Since uh Tim and Sid are breaking up, I think we should um we should take over. Apply. Apply for the job. For those of you in power at uh TSN Sportsnet. Sportsnet. I don't TSN. I never liked T- Tim and Sid. Did you guys hear the uh no, Sportsnet is Rogers. Yes, that's what I said. Rogers, <laughs> did you guys hear the announcement when you're not uh, getting a job, kid? <laughs> I don't want that job. I do. When when the uh, radio stations got shut down in Vancouver and Manitoba and Toronto, yeah. did you did you hear the announcements that went on and how it went down? What happened? Well, they just right in the middle of a broadcast. They cut the uh, they cut the feed, and they played this what sounded like an automated recording that said, "Hey, um, thanks for all your years of listening." Blah blah blah. We we wish our on air personalities the best of luck. This and that. And then they played that uh, "Good Riddance." Hope you had the time of your life by Green, Green Day. Day. Come on, seriously, like that's how it went down. So no why would they yeah. throw it out there just because everything's locked down? Like, and why, I don't get why they would do that. They they gave none of their people a heads up. They didn't say, hey, you know what? Uh, this is what's coming down at this point in time. On what was this, this day. on? Sports then? This, no, this was... Uh, just on Ontario the, Radio. No, the TSN. Um, well, TSN fired a whole bunch of people, they too. They did that to Dan, right? Jay and Dan. Yeah. Dan they fired Dan. Them. They fired Natasha, Natasha Stankowski. And they yeah, fired a lot of producers and a lot of stats guys. Yeah. They did. I, I really hope Dan uh, goes over to Sportsnet and I takes Jay with him. And I, I think the Jay and Dan program would be Tim I, and Sid. I think you will. Because Tim and Sid, to me, like probably one of the best talk radios in, in on TV. But... With Sid leaving, I don't think Tim can hold a candle to him. I think Sid just Sid Sid holds that whole show for me. Well, it was T- Tim will go on to bigger and better too. I think he's he's fine. He, he's really good, man. I like I like him too. But for, for real, like think about it. Like me and you are holding a radio sport a radio show about sports all day. Are you going to quit your sports show to go talk about breakfast television and cooking and and, and diets and shit? Yeah, 
I, I agree. And I, I'm trying to think about the money aspect, but I'm like, you don't have enough money, man. You probably live in a, like a two point. Two million dollar home. You probably got five million in the bank. Like life's pretty fucking. I really don't think he's gonna enjoy talking breakfast television. Like breakfast television is all about, you know, like ladies, you know, cooking or, and 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 yoga. And, or he never had a choice. We don't know. Of course, he had a choice. They 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 tried. To, they pulled him. They pulled him from. They like, hey, we want you to do this. We're gonna pay you this much. And it's like, like talking about sports or talking about sports bras or two different things. <laughs> no question right like would you ever give up the like uh, talk about sports all day every day with your buddy i i would consider it depending on how much money you paid me if you're paying him a million and you trade it for three million i'll talk whatever you want me to for an extra two million a year no yeah well okay well they, i don't think they're giving him fucking two extra million dollars to go talk about cooking i guarantee show. they paid him something significant in order to get him to to, to do that, I agree. Yeah, they would. But have do, to. Do, you, do you see? Do you, you guys will all watch Tim and Sid, right? Yeah. Or like, do you see? Like Sid is a ranter. He's like, he kind of reminds you of me without the swearing. Like kind he, of. He rants yeah. on it like he's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what's he gonna talk about in, in breakfast television? Well, yeah, maybe he'll rant about bras or whatever. What you're talking? I don't. I, don't I have. I have the announcement that they broke in with. Uh, here, have a listen. We have some news to share today about changes to our programming. As of today, CKST will no longer be a sports talk radio station. This was a difficult decision, but the realities of the quickly evolving broadcast media landscape in Canada have made this change unavoidable. We want to thank our on-air personalities, advertising partners and sponsors, and everyone who has contributed to this station. But especially, we want to thank you, our listeners. Our work here at TSN 1040 was driven by our passion to bring you the very best sports, news, and discussion. We sincerely appreciate the time you spent with us. You can continue to find TSN sports content on the iHeartRadio Canada platform, and on TSN, tsn.ca, and the TSN app. The new format of the station will be launched this Friday at 7 a.m. So they, thank you again for your loyalty over the years. You're like MTV without the videos. You're, you're a sports network without sports talk. Well, and then apparently after that, they played the Green Day song, Good Riddance, Hope You Had the Time of Your Life. And that's when the on-air personalities found out that they were jobless. Who'd they fire? They fired Brian Wallace, Natasha Stanikowski, and Dan O'Toole, right? Dan was pissed. Well, fuck. So was Jay. I didn't get, I didn't know why they got, and they got rid of their producer, Tim. Tim. I still watch Jay in the morning, and he's kind of, he looks lost. He's like, well, he, 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 he wants had, to throw it away, throw it to Dan or, you know, make a joke and no one's laughing anymore. Like it, 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 he it, was it, very emotional the first day after the, uh, after this all took place, right? Like just beside himself that they had no heads up. They had no warning. Well, even Dan O'Toole said after in his Twitter, he's like, if I knew that was my last show, I probably would have tried harder. Ah, probably not. I, you know, 
Yeah. Like they were great together. Like they, they brought back TSN. Like, that's the only thing I watch on TSN is because every other fucking thing is blacked out. What, what he brought up yeah. was pretty good too, is that they talk about Bell and Spell owns TSN or, you know, partner with, and they talk about, uh, you know, mental health and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you think this is good for my mental health? Just like to get rid of me. Yeah. Yeah. He might have had his issues to summer buddies, trial and blah, blah, blah. But like, but didn't you? Didn't you? Didn't we talk about this, Rob? You were saying it, you, you thought it was something different than just being let go. You thought it was something with his wife and the kids and stuff. I think it, with him had something to do with that. Maybe they wanted to like. Because uh, do you remember that a couple months ago when he was saying his, his wife took his kids and he was gone for a while? Yes, I do remember. Right. That. So I I think they wanted to separate themselves from him because it was like technically maybe a bad look they thought. But to me, it's a bad look when 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 a guy who's with your company for 10, 15 years and all of a sudden you just get rid of him. Yeah. So instead of helping him, what do you do? You cause a bigger issue. And and then they talk about they donate to, you know, you, you say their name, they donate money to mental health. But oh, it's it, it's, it's kind of yeah. like a, just a big fucking bluff because they got they have an employee who's high up, right, obviously on TV every day. And all of a sudden he's hurting. And then what do you do? We'll fire him. So, so how the hell did that help your mental health? Instead, yeah. of, instead of like, you know, going to him and saying, you know, gradually get him a better. No, we'll just shit can you not talk to you no more. And whatever happens in your life and whatever you do, it wasn't our Good luck to you. Good luck but to you. The yeah. people that they fired and then you watch like um, <coughs> one, one late Kayla Gray comes to mind. Like, I'm like, she's brutal. Yeah. But Natasha and Dan and Brian Wallace are way better than her. And then there's that other blonde, Julie, whatever the fuck her name is. I'm like, she's brutal. Yeah, like, are you are you just are you just firing him because he one makes more. millions of dollars and it, it's more, more of a, a cost cutting a thing? Cost cutting thing because you're firing your like your your top dogs. But how do you break up? Six like they the brought them back from Fox Sports, Jay and Dan. Like they left for Fox Sports five years ago. I don't remember. And then they came back in TSN. It was Jay and Dan show. Like I watch it every fucking morning, and now it's just not the same. Yeah. And that, to be honest with you, like if if we if we had a show, Kitch, and. I got fired. I'd be pretty pissed if you were still doing your show. I'd be like, what the fuck? You know yeah. what I mean? Like the same way. Like Brian has a show and me and you and Brian are on it. And Brian, me, you get fired and Brian's still doing it. I'm like, you're a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'd I, feel the same way. If I was the only one left and they didn't give me the salary that they saved when they let you go, I'd be pissed. <laughs> that's why I think that Sportsnet, after Tim and Sid leave, I think there's a wicked opportunity for Jane Dan to go to Sportsnet. And sports yeah. sports has a better a better network. They got oh, hockey. They they have the race to hockey, hundred yeah. percent, right? But then they got fucking numb nuts, uh, Faisal, fucking numb nuts, and um, Kevin, whatever the fuck his other name is. These guys are suck in the morning. Suck. Oh, Ken Reed. Ken, brutal. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't handle like these Ken Reed. But the thing of it is, is these guys all try to be Jay and Dan. Because Jay and Dan invented yeah. the, the, the comic relief of sports highlights. I will listen to my Google Home talk to me about sports before I'll watch Ken Reed. He's bad. He's so bad. Uh, anyway, we're going to be uh, done here in a sec. So uh, thanks for listening. Kitchen and Coach. Well, you know what? It, it's been a pleasure. I'm, I'm uh, happy, to be, back. happy to be back. Happy to be back. And we will uh, hopefully be back every week from here on out. Yeah, because you know what? We don't give a fuck. Thanks for listening. And uh, 1077. And Paul, we didn't give you a shout out at the beginning, but uh, we'll give you a shout out now. Hey, Paul, I got some new shirts. We're, we're going to get you Send a Send me a self-addressed uh, so envelope. We got six seconds. So 
Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, fuckers. <laughs>